0: hey what's up everybody it's daniel d with a ghost in the machine the podcast tuesday september nineteenth, two 2023 on the issue of are you or are you not on the russell brand wagon jumping on the russell brand wagon um you know because this a story now that's broke that i'm supposed to care about and i'm sorry i'm having a hard time really giving a fuck about it i'll explain why um Am I, is it because I'm pro-rape and pro or whatever he's accused of? Obviously not. Um, you know, it's just, ah, interesting that the same people that are telling me, you should care about this. Dude, Russell Brand, he's a bad person. He raped all these women and he's, you know, including one who was 16 years old. Can you believe that somebody having sex with a 16 year old and a, Turns out, like the age of consent in the UK is is 16. Now, maybe that's questionable whether a grown man—I believe he was in his 20s at the time—you know whether that's appropriate for a you know 20-something-year-old man to have sex with a 16-year-old girl. It appears to be legal in the UK. Maybe that's questionable whether he should have a sexual relationship with someone at 16. But I just had to notice that the same people that are telling me that this is an outrage that, you know, a crime against humanity, that a, a, a man in his 20s would have sex with a girl who's 16 years old, you know, are the same people that are all about child-friendly drag shows and then saying, well, you know, 16-year-old, that's way too young to consent to, you know, even if it's legal. It's like, that's way too young to consent to sex with a 20-something-year-old man. Oh, you know, but it's not too young to consent to a doctor, you know, cutting off your genitals and, you know, trying to create, like, you know, cutting off your dick and balls of your boy and trying to create an, an artificial vagina out of pieces of your colon, um, it's not too young for that. You know a boy who's uh you know 12 years old in california can consent to that and if the parents are opposed to it then the state has the right to take him away from the parents because the parents are abusive for not allowing their son to go to a doc you know to a uh an adult who you know whether he's an md or i don't think there's any training in medical school that qualifies you to uh determine that a 12 year old boy is like yeah he's, he's certainly competent to decide this you know permanent and irreversible surgery you know oh yeah, you can reverse it but it's yeah it's not the same you're, you're not going to be able to have kids naturally or any of that at 12 years old oh you can consent to that you can consent to a man uh you know a crone man cutting off your dick and balls and carving a fake Pussy on you You know You can consent to that But you can't If you're a 16 year old uh, Girl You can't consent to a, A You know Sex with a 20 something Year old man You know It's one of those things Now I have kids My daughter is Not yet 16 But you know Say she's When she gets to be 16 There's some 25 year old Man that wants to come around And hang out with her Nah That's not gonna happen You know but um, do you know Russell Brand today? He's, I believe, he's older than me, uh, not by much, but I, I think he is. Um, you know, so he's in his late forties, maybe he's approaching fifty. I'm not totally sure how old he is. I guess if I cared, I could look that up. But that's not what you come to me for. Not you don't come to me for hardcore investigative journalism. Uh, yeah, he's easy. He, so he's in his in his late forties. You know approaching 50 This is something that happened when he's in his 20s He's obviously had some major life changes Since then You know it, Leaving aside the whole was it rape You know it, Let's just say it's just a consensual relationship Which that seems to be established That he did have a consensual relationship With somebody who was sixteen. Maybe I, I haven't heard him admit to this But let's just say that's established That yeah when you were 25 You had a relationship that was sexual With the 16 year old Dude's not 25 now. He's not the same person today that he was then. I mean, you know, dude's like, at that time, an addict, a a hedonist, a crazy person. Now he's apparently, you know, had, uh, he's been clean and sober for, you know, many years. He's, you know, involved in all these, like, meditation and whatever other stuff that he's doing. He's a family man now. He's, that'll change you. He's gotten married. He's got children. He's got, apparently, daughters, I believe that he's he's raising he's an active father. I would be surprised if behind it all you know he's really the same person he was today at twenty five like it's just all a mask that he wears in public to present this image of somebody who's changed his life i you know just having been through life myself and see yeah your perspective is and and you personally are wildly different in your late forties you know after you've gotten married after you've had kids after you've you know cleaned up your you know then you were in your mid-20s when you're just kind of a nihilist hedonist whatever it was that he might have been at in his 20s all right so let's go back to the thing about rape um and first of all let's just talk about that this is an instance where the statute of limitations the the rationale makes a lot of sense um in the case of there's certain crimes that because of their severity historically you know the statute of limitations didn't apply like murder you know there's this idea well, if, if somebody especially if somebody's done it more than once if they're like a serial killer then chances are they're not going to reform you're not going to reform them it's it's also been shown uh although I'm not sure what the statute of limitation you know laws are that p- pedophiles same thing if you're a pedophile you know chances are you're going to continue being a pedophile. Your, your risk of reoffending is, is too high. And a pedophile, I'm not talking about a 25-year-old man having sex with a 16-year-old girl. I'm talking about a true, you know, like prepubescent girl or boy being molested by a adult. That, you know, so that's, that is a whole different category. I, I mean, I think you don't have to say that you're in favor of 16-year-old girls having sex with, you know, 20-something-year-old men to say there is a difference between these two. They're not the same thing. You know, a 16-year-old girl having sex with a 25-year-old man is different than a 25-year-old man having sex with a 12-year-old boy or, a, you know, 10-year-old girl or whatever, right? Like, there's differences here. Just like you could say, hey, it's not right for somebody to... You know, let's say, for example, steal something from you, but there's a difference between if they, you know, take it when you're not looking and you wouldn't even know about it except that you notice it's missing versus them sticking a knife to your throat and demanding you hand it over. Like you could say, okay, there's neither one is right, but there's a difference here. You know, there's a difference in how we should understand it. So, you know, going back to the statute of limitations uh i from what i understand during the me too hysteria uh, those laws were changed in many jurisdictions to make it you know easier for people women uh you know years after the fact after the statute of limitations ordinarily would have expired to bring allegations of rape criminal allegations and then have them investigated and all that now uh now, I don't know what the laws are in the u k or you know, I assume that's where this allegedly happened uh but this is a reason why you would have statutory limitations. It's like uh, two things one the the evidence involved now you, the guy should be innocent until proven guilty. That used to be a presumption that we gave criminal defendants in the West, at least in the you know Anglosphere the, the where wherever the legal system derived from the English common law that was a presumption that you were entitled to as a criminal defendant that the it's a burden of the state the state's trying to deprive you of your liberty you have the right to not even put on a defense they gotta show affirmatively that you did whatever it is you're accused of doing right and but the in in practice does it work that way especially in the public sphere this sort of trial by character assassination in the media doesn't seem to you know um, although it's getting better i mean there was a moral panic certainly you know during uh the me too stuff i mean yeah you have on the one hand you have harvey weinstein and bill cosby and what they did was egregious but then you have other stuff where it's like somebody had a bad date and then and, and they're they regret after the fact that they went a little too far and now there's some question did were they you know maybe they had a little too much to drink or maybe they you know, feel emotionally manipulated and you're like, all right, now we're starting to discuss something different than rape in the classical sense. Like this is not something where you were, your will was overcome by force or threats of violence or by, in the case of Bill Cosby, being drugged and incapacitated. Like, you know, you, you both went to a pub or a bar or whatever. And you had, each of you had, you know, a couple of glasses of wine and then you went back to your place and, and you know you had sex and then later you're like, I don't know if I should have done that. I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't had the wine or, or whatever. Or if, you know, I hadn't been emotionally vulnerable at the time and he took advantage of, you know, my vulnerability cause I was, you know, just getting over a relationship or, uh, you know, or whatever the case is, right? Like there's this, there's now we're, we're starting to blur the lines between what is rape and what is just bad judgment. And it's not a criminal offense or whatever. I, you know, so now, I, I'm not even sure in this case, with because of we live in this post me too era, what it is that Russell Brand, it, I mean, is he accused of using force, like sticking a knife to somebody's throat and saying, you know, drop your panties and, you know. I, like, is he accused of that? Is he accused of doing the Bill Cosby, slipping a Mickey on him, and, you know, they wake up semi-conscious, and he's, like, already having sex with them? Like, is that what the accusation is? I don't think so. I think it's, like, more along the lines of, he was emotionally manipulative. He, you know... I was, I had a little, you know, some so too much to drink and, or they probably both did, you know, again, not to say that this is morally right, that in the moment that this happened, but is this rape, you know, is this the same as Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby? I doubt it. But the second, you know, with, so with statute of Limitations though, there's, is he able at this point to clear his name like you know you the you're now you're you're getting to a point where you're relying on hearsay years after the fact you know that there's no real solid evidence you're you're in in it's a he said she said kind of thing, and you're, i mean honestly if if the if the standard of you know presumption of innocence until guilt has been proven beyond a reasonable doubt was held. I don't see how these type of you know trials would even result in anything like it. close to a guilty verdict. I mean at best the jury could say well it's it's not really clear the you know who to believe here and since we gotta have you know overcome any reasonable doubt, defendant's able to walk you know um but i I don't know like at this point you're you're accusing a man of something years after the fact after the evidence whatever it, it might be has corroded if he had any alibis i mean you know he's now going to have to dig through it, it, think think about this too with the a, a legal defense is expensive as shit and it's very invasive especially in a case like this they're going to get into your private life and all this digging through all this stuff in your life like the the, the prosecution is going to try to show there was a pattern or practice of you know him doing things and so this is going to involve really a, a, a lot it's invasive and it's like at this point one is is the evidence even likely to exist and especially if all they got is he say he says she said and hearsay and things like that and you know the from an evidentiary standpoint it shouldn't even go to trial but second is you know and this is it goes to theory of criminal law what's the point of the criminal law you know and you got different things the criminal law does it protects people from criminals. So there's, you know, incapacitation of criminals. Like you can't reoffend while you're behind bars or after you've been executed, you know, there's the punishment. What we see, we see this as being, as a society, we got to make a statement. This is a crime that, you know, is terrible. And so we're going to punish it to make a statement as a society that we don't, that we condemn this type of, you know, criminal behavior, Um, different things like that. In the case of, of this, it's like, those kind of get blurry once you get, one, a crime that is really kind of, you know, you're having to make insinuations about things that happened years after the fact, and it's it's a it's blurry as to what exactly happened and, you know, was a crime actually even committed. And certainly the guy at this point is not the same person he was in his mid-20s. Now, I don't know today what kind of person Russell Brand is, you know, he may be totally different off camera. And a lot of times people people are. But just knowing that he's in his late 40s, that he's a father, he's, he's, you know, got daughters. My guess is that if he's like 99.999% of the people out there, he's changed a lot from when he was in his mid-20s. You know, using drugs, drinking heavily, partying, living recklessly, all that. Like, he's just a different person with different morals, different... Is, you know psychology at this point, right? What's the risk of him reoffending if if he even committed an offense? It doesn't seem to be very high. And and what is it being punished exactly? You know, really. We, and this comes back to what is being punished. Well, it seems like what's being punished is Russell Brand is a vocal critic of the regime, and he's somebody that you can't just from the left. They can't just pigeonhole him as like, oh, he's just a MAGA, he's just a Trump supporter, he's just a Nazi, he's just whatever, right? Like, the dude has some very left-wing positions, particularly on economics. Um, You know, his spirituality may be a little woo-woo, maybe it is, you know. Uh, he's not somebody that you can just point to in the same way that you can point to, you know, some of the people who are decidedly right wing and i've always been right wing as like oh this is just a trump maga person when he criticizes the regime it's like your own side has defected has started to defect and said ah, hold on you guys claim to be for these principles you 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 know just not that long ago you guys were anti war now what's up with this like you're just promoting this war in ukraine and then as it turns out the war, global war on terror actually the the some of the people that are considered leftists and liberals like obama after he got this nobel peace prize he's you know doing more to accelerate or, or uh, the global war on terror and then um you know he's he's doing drone strikes against civilians and things like that i there seems to be a disconnect here between what you say your values are and what your values actually are. So you have somebody who's on that side breaking ranks and saying, you know what? I kind of value, you know, truth. I value integrity. I value the, um, you know, not just giving the war machine, the, what, everything that it wants. Right. So somebody on your own side has broken ranks has, has called you out on your wrongdoings and that, is, a, is more of a problem than somebody who's just on the other side already you know because now you that kind of gives you a certain credibility right so that's really what is being punished here it's not you know oh, Russell Brand that that de-, you know cuz they had to dig for this shit they had to go like this was obviously a hit job where they go and they just turn over i, I mean apparently and the the article itself from the times uh of london or the times.co.uk uh it's behind a paywall and i'm sorry i'm not gonna pay um uh, it's it's i've tried a couple of the you know the paywall remover sites and apparently it's not old enough to have been archived yet um i'm not gonna pay them to read their shit because that's what it is it's like this it, so they're going into i mean they went Deep on like trying to just dig through all this old stuff to find the most, the the worst thing that could come and just throw everything against him and see what sticks and hope that it's enough to silence him. Now, all right, and I'm kind of all over the place here, so I apologize about that. But here's a a distinction that needs to be made in people's minds the person and the artist or public, you know, intellectual or, you know, political. commentator or whatever right you you they're not the same the just because you like somebody's book or somebody or especially if it's an actor or something like that oh they did a great job on the sitcom uh, you know they must be really be a great person or they're an athlete oh i love michael jordan or whoever because he this image that i have of him from watching him on television and seeing him in commercials, he seemed like this great guy and then it's like oh my gosh he's the real person who's an asshole now he may not be i don't know but just saying, you don't really know the person, and the, the the image that you have in your mind of them, based on what you've seen on TV, is probably yeah, very different than who they are in real life. And the thing is, in real life, they're multifaceted. So their family, I'm sure, sees a different side of them. And sometimes they do, you know, lose their temper and say and do things that are regrettable or whatever, right? Like that's just human nature. So so even if he did in his twenties. Uh, manipulate women into having sex with him and they later regret it or even if he sexually assaulted somebody he grabbed somebody's ass without them giving him permission or whatever like does that that's a distinct Russell Brand the person at 25 or however old he was when this happened is distinct from Russell Brand the the late 40 year old or late 40s middle aged you know man uh, father you know of daughters and married and all that who is a political commentator, like that person who's now on screen telling you about, you know, the corruption, say, for example, involving Ukraine, like, and I brought up some personal details about him being, you know, middle-aged and all that, but just, he's not the, that's not the same, he's not the same person, almost certainly, and then two, that person is distinct from the, the public image, and the public image is what is under attack. If he was just a private citizen, not bothering anybody about, you know, I'm going to expose your corruption, I'm going to talk about it, nobody would care. Nobody, the, the Times would not have done this, you know, deep investigation to try to uncover sh- signs that he's this horrible person. You know, none of that would have mattered. It's a, they're not attacking the person, they're attacking the public image. And the public image is a threat to them because, again, he's on their side, but he's calling out their bullshit uh you know, and then there that comes down to the are we gonna play their game? And so here, you know, let's just say, and, and this is an analogy, so bear with me on it. I promise it'll circle back around to the subject at hand. Let's say you got the the boy who cried wolf. We've all heard that story. There's a boy who, you know, he's just for fun, shits and giggles. He's like, ah, there's a wolf coming and then this town village, you know, comes and you know, to to drive the wolf away, there's no wolf, he's laughing, aha, I got you guys, and then it happens again, and again, and finally, they don't have, less and less people respond until nobody responds, and then there really is a wolf, and nobody responds, and the wolf eats the sheep, right, now let's just say this boy who cried wolf continues doing that as he gets older, he's always falsely accusing people of stuff, he's always, you know, he's doing things that you know, are later shown to be totally inaccurate. Like he'll say, "Oh, you know, I got a, a a report that the French army is invading. They're, you know, they're they're on the march. They're coming this way." And so people, there's this huge disruption to society where they're getting people ready to, you know, fight the invading French army. And then it turns out it's all a hoax. And he's like, "Ah, oh, I got you guys again, right?" And it's like this is just a pattern with this person. And let's just say that somebody in town decides to in, look into this a little bit, and they're like, "You know what?" It turns out that every time this boy, who you're now man, who cried wolf, every time he tells one of his lies, pulls one of his hoaxes, there's this banker who's always making bank. Every time he's making trades and he's always profiting hugely, and it seems to be there's a connection. And in fact, there is a connection. You know, he, and he starts talking about that publicly. He starts saying, you know, the banker, Mr. Carpetbagger, he's always. You know, he's got these ties to this man who cried wolf, who cried, you know, hoax, who hoaxed us about the French armies invading or or whatever, right? Like, this banker, this this Mr. Carpetbagger, he's always making trades. He has these ties with this person. We need to look into this. There appears to be some real corruption. And then all of a sudden you find out this newspaper that the banker owns, you know, the village carpetbagger, you know, it's like, this this newspaper that this guy owns does this hit piece on the person who's now saying hey i think there's a connection here between the money that this banker is making and all these hoaxes that this boy who cried wolf you know is is pulling every single time you know this banker is making money off of the hoaxes that this guy pulls and all of a sudden there's a piece in the newspaper that the banker just happens to own that's saying oh look this person who's uh you know, let's just call her Goldilocks. Goldilocks is 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 uh, you know telling people about this, and people are starting to pay attention, and people are starting to say, you know, hey, what's going on with this? Why? Maybe it's not just half. Maybe this guy isn't just pulling a scam on us, like just for shits and giggles. Maybe there's a financial angle to this that's benefiting this banker who's involved with it. Maybe there's a conspiracy here. Maybe there's corruption in our government. And Goldilocks starts saying this, and then all of a sudden, there's this hit piece in the newspaper. Now. Okay, it sounds far-fetched, but just take the pattern and apply it to the situation here, and say, is it really far-fetched? I mean, we we know this kind of thing happens. We've seen, you know, what Tucker Carlson just got fired from Fox News. There's, there's, you know, there was the smears about Joe Rogan during the pandemic. Joe Rogan was, you know, a, a skeptic of the vaccines, a skeptic of the government response to COVID, and then you saw how. First, there was the, oh, he's trying to get people to take horse dewormer. He's giving misinformation. Then when that didn't work, oh, did you know that Joe Rogan, there's this clip of him saying the N-word, and he's just this evil racist person and blah, blah, blah. Like, it was laughable in, in how predictable the whole thing went. It's like, first they accuse you of this, and then if that doesn't work, then they move on to the next thing. Then they move on to whatever they consider their Trump card. In the case of Joe Rogan, it's like, oh, he's racist. And in the past, that had worked to get people to platform, to get people removed from public life. Oh, you say the N-word, and, and you're not a person of color? Well, and obviously you're an evil person, and nobody needs to hear you speak about anything, right? That didn't work because it overused that. And it looks like maybe, finally, that's happened here, where they have used this trump card so many times. Oh, the person's a, you know, a sexual predator, well, they rape women. They, you know, the, obviously, this is a we can't listen to the, allow this person to have a platform. We need to shut them down, right? Is that really what it's about? Well, looking back at uh, they, there's a history of this, where you dig up. I mean, living in the state of Alabama, we had a Senate candidate uh, the not that many years ago. It was accused of having inappropriate relationship with teenage girls with their mother's knowledge, which is kind of weird. Um, that no accusation had been made until, you know, this was decades in the past no accusation was made until suddenly like weeks before the election it comes to light oh, you know, Roy Moore he was this terrible sexual predator when he was, you know, in his 30s and he was preying on teenage girls with their mother's knowledge and the women and and their, their you know the there the, the, used to be these girls they're, they're now grown women and their mothers, if they're still alive will attest to this And they just happen to be people who um, are kind of politically on our side. But never mind all that. This really did happen. You know, three people saying this out of the woodwork, out of decades later, it must have happened. And so, therefore, this guy should not be senator. And he wound up losing the election. Um, You know, that's one example. Um, You know, there... And when it comes to uh, the, the use of sex as a as a way to silence people, I just had another example on the tip of my tongue and I totally blinked, but, you know, there's this, this idea that, like, the, the, this is the, the, the Trump car, that you show somebody that, you know, deserves to be silenced because of, of this, it's like, the, that's it, you can't listen to him anymore, and people maybe now, like, you know what, we've, we've heard this before, oh, yeah, the most famous one, Brett Kavanaugh, how did I forget about that? He shouldn't be on the Supreme Court, back in 1982, you know, I'm surprised he didn't get Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite to come testify at Brett Kavanaugh's hearings. I oh, in too. If Coach would have put me in the game, then uh, we would have won the game, and Kavanaugh wouldn't have gone to this party where he raped this girl. You know, right? Like maybe he he did, and I'm not excusing it. If if he did, if he didn't. I don't know. But all I'm saying is, it's a little odd that decades go by and then all of a sudden it's like oh this is a huge issue we got to destroy this person's career and credibility and they shouldn't sit on the supreme court it's like are you really against rape you know because again it's the same side that will apologize for um child-friendly drag shows right like how against rape can you be and how against pedophilia or whatever, right? Like you're so concerned about these things, and but since you promote child-friendly drag shows. You promote like kids as young as 12 being able to transition without their parents' knowledge, and if their parents oppose them getting surgery, where they get mutilated, castrated, they're disfigured, that they can get removed by the state from their child, from their parents' care. Scott Weiner in California, look at that fucking freak, right? Like, is that guy? He he has all the looks of a pedophile And he's sponsoring all these bills You know Like why are they digging into his fucking life You know Since they want to dig into somebody's life Who's a clear and present danger to children Why don't you dig into Scott Wiener's past and history And see Because I'm sure there's some shit there You don't look like a fucking um, You know weasel like he does Like a fucking You know Pee Wee Herman But with more estrogen Less testosterone (laughs) You don't look like that If you're well, anyway, whatever. Why, dig into Scott Weiner? if you're so concerned about this shit. These are the same people that, oh, Sound of Freedom, don't go see that. That's a QAnon conspiracy. Well, here's a movie that's exposing this child sex trafficking. If you're really worried about that, if you're really worried about sexual offenses against vulnerable people, you would want this movie to be seen. You would want something to be done about it. Hey, why aren't we having hearings? Is this really going on? Is there child sex trafficking on the scale in America? Are we involved in it? you know, the, why not, no, don't see that movie, it's a QAnon conspiracy, oh, but by the way, care about Russell Brand and whether or not he had sex with a 16-year-old when he was in his mid-20s, and he's, you know, late 40s now, and he just happens to be one of our most vocal critics, but, you know, that's not important, you need to care about, it's like, give me a fucking break, all right, There, there's the whole um, Epstein's client list, right, Oh, you're worried about Russell Brand. Let's find out. Let's do a steep dive into his past to dig up hearsay about what happened or didn't happen, you know, when he was in his mid-20s, right, with these uh, women. And let's worry about that. But let's not worry about Epstein's client list. Here you know you had children or young girls being trafficked, you know, teenage girls, not just 16, but even younger than that, 14, you know, 13. I mean, you have younger girls being trafficked to high powered men like Bill Clinton, like Bill Gates. I don't know what Donald Trump's connection with Epstein is. I would like that to be explored, but not to the exclusion of, you know, Clinton and Ep- and uh, Gates, who we know Clinton and Gates. Now, Trump had some kind of connection with Epstein. I don't know what the extension of that extent of that was. Did he spend any time on Epstein's island? Did he go on board the Lolita Express? I've not heard any allegations that I'm pretty sure that would have been that would have been those allegations would have been made as much as the media hates Trump. But nothing about Bill Clinton or Bill Gates, who we know was on those flights many times. Who we know they were on the flights, they were on the island. Right? There's a lot of stuff going on there. How come we're not investigating that Times of London? How come you'll you'll spend this time investigating Russell Brand but not Bill Gates, who's still very much involved in geopolitics. Very much involved, you know, in in the the one world government scheme trying to be rolled out this agenda 2030 by the WEF. Very much involved in that Bill Clinton, same thing. Why why are we not investigating that? Let's have the client list. Let's have a thorough investigation of that shit. You're so worried about you know, oh, I can't believe a, a man of 25 or however old he was would have had sex with a 16-year-old girl. You know, oh, really? Okay, so then where's the outrage about Bill Clinton? So, so again, it's like, is that really what you're trying to punish him for? You know, I can't believe it. You know, I know you're in your late 40s. You've turned your life around. You're a, you're a married man, a father of, of daughters and all that. And, and um, you know, but you need to pay for what you did when you were 25, you know, on drugs, drinking heavily, totally different person apparently and you had a sexual relationship with a 16 year old at that time that okay is that what he's being punished for or is it like hey you betrayed the side you were on the left and then you just you know started criticizing stuff that the left was doing you know when we wanted to like force everybody to take a vaccine when we wanted to force everybody if you didn't take the vaccine you lose your job you would lose your ability to, to engage in transactions to have a public life and um, if you pr- say anything against it, we'll censor you. You know, oh, you, you criticize that, so therefore, you know, we're going to take you down. Yeah, you know, again, it's just so. Constantine Kissing has this article, you know, where he t- says that that's tribalism. He says, Russell Brand and how tribalism broke your brain. Now, again, I, I like Constantine Kissing. Um, I disagree with him here. You know, he's he's saying that the the knee jerk reaction on people on the right to defend Russell Brand. And he gives the example of like Elon Musk and Tucker Carlson making statements, you know, kind of insinuating, yeah, we've seen this before. Well, especially in the case of, uh, Tucker Carlson and and Elon Musk, they've had it done to them before. Maybe not this specific allegation, but they've been attacked, smeared, you know, this is a horrible person, blah, blah, you know, you know, they got just got Tucker Carlson fired from his job at Fox. Like they know how this shit works. You get out of line and you criticize powerful people, they come after you. And so they're like, yeah, we've we've been through this ourselves. We know how this works. We saw what happened to Joe Rogan. We saw what happened to, you know, like we've we've had this happen to ourselves. So, we, no, we're, I'm not going to play along with this charade that you guys are trying to do. Right? So again, you know, is that tribalism or is this saying, you know what, this isn't even about rape or about sexual crimes or any of that sort of stuff or protecting the vulnerable. This is 1,000% about we got a narrative you know, that we're trying to sell the public on because we want to manipulate the public because we want to take away their rights, their freedom. We want to transfer their wealth to us, their freedom to us, so that we have more power over them. And we got to get rid of anybody who they might listen to who might wake people up to this fact. And Russell Brand is one of those people because, again, let's say you're somebody who's kind of on the left or you're political normally, political normie. Russell Brand is one of those people that you might watch one of his videos and say, you know, that is kind of interesting. And it might get you questioning. It might get you – and then you pull on one thread of the narrative and it starts coming apart in your hand next thing you know – you you keep polling and you're like, wow, this whole thing is a bunch of lies. And then you might flip to the other side and say, not necessarily go right wing, but just go skeptic on the regime and say, you know what? I'm not believing any of their bullshit. They want to convince, they want to tell me I must believe something or do something. I'm, my response should be, you guys are like no more believable than used car salesmen. You're, you're liars, you're con men. Like I'm not going along with this, you know, and in this case, this is what the response should be extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence where is there extraordinary evidence uh second all right if protecting the vulnerable from you know sexual crimes is is a is something valuable which i believe that it is let's apply this and go after people who are trying to groom children and have child-friendly ger- drag shows and people who are trying to cover up the sexual trafficking of children and people who you know were involved with Je- Def- jeffrey epstein and the trafficking of of you know girls on Jeff- jeffrey epstein's island who were participating in that let's go after all that all right you want to let's do it let's pull the fucking curtain back and go after everybody for this all right, but they don't want that, and so it's like it's not about that. And, and so, what when people like what I'm doing now say, you know what? I don't give a shit. Fuck you, Times of London. Fuck you, you know people on the left who are, are regime, you know, apologists. Oh, we're the resistance. What are you resisting exactly? Oh, we're we're resisting everything that BlackRock and Vanguard don't like. We're this resistance is brought to you by J.P. Morgan Chase. Like, yeah. Whatever. Those, fuck those people. <laughs> and, and, and so if, if Russell Brand is being smeared by them, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm sorry. I just can't give a shit. Like, you guys have lost all credibility with me. I have zero interest in, in following your agenda because I know you have manipulated the fuck out of people in the past. And you've lied, cheated, stolen. Every time we've listened to you and gone along with one of your moral outrage crusades, it's always ended badly for regular people and very powerful, corrupt people have benefited. And so it's just like, no, we're not going to play into that fucking pattern again. And this whole idea like, well, we, we got to we gotta be fair. We can't do like the other side. Like the people that, um, you know, some of the Republican rhinos or, you know, uniparty officials who, well, we don't want to, you know, just because just they did this to Trump, we don't want to do this to Biden. It's like, no, it's like if they're going to weaponize the justice system, or in this case, if they're going to weaponize people's, you know, moral sensibilities. No, we, we cannot go along with that. We got to call them out for what they're doing and say, all right, you guys want to do this? Then, then let's do it. You want to, is is this what you're about? You want to protect the vulnerable from exploitation by sexual predators. Okay, great. Let's have a law then that, you know, people who say, for example, Twelve years old, try to you know con- convince a child to you know castrate himself or or get castrated, and and you want to perform this operation on him, then that's isn't that you know manipulating a vulnerable person about a sexual issue, right? So yeah, let's let's go after people that do that, you know. But they don't want to go that route. So anyway, um, you know the routine. Don't play along with it, and um, so that's my. Peace on Russell Brand and why... I I like Constantine kissing, but... Sorry, Constantine, you're wrong on this one. Um, You know, so what's that... Who song? Won't Get Fooled Again. Yeah, we've been fooled enough time by these fucking people. And they don't mean well. They're psychopaths. They are con artists. And they've sold us... You know, war is under false pretenses to enrich the very uh, powerful... At the expense of everybody else. And especially the people who died or were grievously wounded you know in the global war on terror Uh, they sold us you know financial bailouts that benefited the very rich and bankrupted the rest of the country and you know they sold us uh, medical tyranny under this we gotta fight COVID they sold us another war in Ukraine I come on at what point do you say like every time we play along with these fucking people on one of their moral outrages oh it's just an outrage that Putin should invade Ukraine oh it's just a, you know an outrage that your people should want to operate their businesses uh, you know and risk human life with this virus is, is so deadly we must you know take you know no you know mandates are are too much to fight this virus oh wait we're going to protest for George Floyd by all means go don't wear a mask just don't even worry about socially distancing just go in the middle of the city and protest because the virus is you know so it'll obviously make an exception for people who are on the right side of history now. Uh, anyway, it's like, come on. It, don't go for it. So I don't give a shit. Whatever Russell Brand did when he was in his 20s. Now, if, if he did commit some real crimes, I think the statute of limitations should have run by now. Like, you know, if, if it was really so egregious, you had how many, like 15 years to bring these allegations and you didn't do it. And it took some fucking hack you know, reporters, who knows where their money came from to do this investigation. But I'm sure it wasn't just, you know, if you trace the money back directly or indirectly, I'm sure it goes back to some people who are politically uh, in favor of corruption, in favor of the rich and powerful being able to get away with crimes and not have people, you know, expose them. Um, Right? Like, I'm supposed to care about... Nah. So anyway. All right. So... Don't jump on the Russell Brand wagon. That's my conclusion. And it's me, LD with the Ghost in the Machine, the podcast on Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. If you haven't already done so, go to a ghost in the and subscribe for more of my great material, be it written or audio podcasts. You know, I'm all the way around giving you great stuff. So go ahead and subscribe, man. Until um, next time, peace out, y'all. And to borrow a phrase from Russell Brand, And this applies to him, too, since they're trying to come after him, I guess, like criminally now. If you can, stay free.